0: Hello and welcome to Research Roundup, brought to you by the Primary Care Collaborative Cancer Clinical Trials Group, PC4. I'm Sophie Shema and each month, Christy Millie and I will be discussing current papers released in relation to cancer and primary care. Apologies for the audio quality in this
1: interview. Our guest host, Professor Emery, recorded the interview at the very busy University College in London. I'm pleased to be speaking with Professor Iorios Liritsopoulos from the University College London today. Iorios, you've conducted several studies now looking at emergency presentations as the root cancer diagnosis in the UK. Why is the subject of emergency presentations important for cancer control?
0: Yeah, thank you, John. It was, it's lovely to, to have this interview. Emergency presentations are of, of interest to cancer prevention and control because they are a very strong marker of poor prognosis. So we know from epidemiological studies both in England but also in a range of other countries who studied this phenomenon that being diagnosed with cancer as an an emergency is associated with poorer short-term survival and this is a finding that is consistent across a range of cancer sites as well, no matter what the overall average prognosis of that cancer might be there is a decrement in prognosis by being diagnosed as an emergency.
1: And this isn't just a UK healthcare system problem then, it's an international phenomenon too?
0: We think so. We looked at the global literature and we reported this in a recent paper in Nature Reviews Clinical Oncology, which indicated that wherever the problem was studied, it gave a consistent picture. Having said so, the number of populations where this was studied is expanding, for example, I don't know, I know your listeners, most of the listeners will be from Australia, I don't know of any studies uh, so far in Australia, but I'm uh, absolutely uh, sure that this is something that can be examined in Australian populations as well in the future.
1: What are the likely patient and healthcare system factors that contribute to emergency presentations?
0: As you know, John, with all population outcomes for cancer patients, including survival, there is always an interplay between uh, patient factors and healthcare system factors, and of course also tumour factors. Emergency presentation is no different. You have uh, various influences, certainly cancer tumour factors, the propensity of the tumour to be highly aggressive or not, the symptom signature of the tumour. And as you know, some cancers have quite a diverse symptom signature. Colorectal cancer is a great example of that. These, of course, have an influence. But at the same time, we also have behavioural factors that influence and some patients, for example, delaying help seeking. We know that the patient groups that are typically known to have some issues with accessing or using healthcare, such as the more socioeconomically deprived, deprived patients and the elderly are also the ones that have higher risk of emergency presentation, which gives you an idea at the general population level that this may be, may be implicated. There are also, of course, healthcare system factors. For example, if uh, the diagnostic investigation pathways are very prolonged, and unfortunately they often are, because cancer diagnosis is not something that happens instantly, but is distributed in space and time. Often we, we know that some of the patients who are already on an elective, of you want, if you want, or protracted diagnostic pathway, their disease changes within these 50 days that may maybe required sometimes, and they become an emergency in course to their, if you want, protracted pathway.
1: And so your most recent paper <coughs> examined the issue of deprivation
0: as a risk factor for emergency presentation.
1: What trends did you find... And are things getting better or worse for the most deprived?
0: So, as I was mentioning earlier, there are inequalities in the risk of being diagnosed as an emergency by deprivation group, by socioeconomic group. These are very large differences, and they cannot be explained by tumor factors. The tumor factor differences, where they exist, they are, and sometimes they don't even there's no evidence that they do exist, are very very small size they would not explain the 10% absolute risk difference in emergency presentation in, in uh, the average english cancer patient depending on their on their socioeconomic status so this has been known for a while what we have published recently is a tracking over time of this inequality and we found that essentially it's a bit like parallel tram lines so if you plot the proportions over time it's Socio-demographic group is tracking the other, the good news is that everybody is getting better, but the better news would have been if there was an approximation of uh, inequalities and we don't see evidence of that yet. Having said so, again just to put this in the context, there has been a a 5% drop in the proportion of emergency presentations in the last 10 years, going from about 24% to 19% in England. Definitely this is not because the biology of the tumor is changing, it is the patient behaviour and the healthcare system behaviour, and organisation that is changing.
1: And can you comment on which cancers are more likely to present as an emergency, <coughs> and why is this the case?
0: Yeah, it is a mixed picture, but this has to do with some tumours that have very are known to have minimal or no prodromal uh, symptomatology. For example, brain cancer. There is also an overrepresentation at that upper end of cancers with a poor symptom signature. Such as pancreatic cancer or multiple myeloma, and there are also some cancers, such as the leukemias, where there may not be a clinical emergency. Nonetheless, because the diagnostic picture is prominent in primary care, people may be taking emergency action, although it may not be. It is not of the same order in terms of clinical urgency comparing to some patient with colorectal cancer who presents with bowel obstruction or bowel perforation.
1: And finally, do you think there are some emergency presentations that are truly unavoidable?
0: In the, in the long term, I think it's a problem that will go away by our ability to detect cancer in an asymptomatic early detection stage. Until we get there, I think the answer might be a qualified yes, i.e. we will harvest the benefits of better organizing our diagnostic pathways, better educating our patients, and better supporting our clinicians. But we will hit the problem with the tumors, other cancer sites or special tumors within other cancer sites, which give very little in the way of symptoms. So I think the longer term strategy is earlier detection of, of asymptomatic illness. Up until then, we have a job to do. And I think, as the English experience over the last 10 years shows, there is a lot that someone can achieve, a system can achieve, even acknowledging that some tumours will always be oligosymptomatic or will have very typical signatures, which will mean that the diagnosis might well be an emergency.
1: Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts to It's been really good to talk to you today.
0: Thank you very much, John. Thanks for downloading Research Roundup, produced by PC4. You can access the articles and other information in our show notes. Do let us know what you think about this episode by emailing info at pc4tg.com.au or keep in touch via Twitter where you'll find us at pc4tg. And don't forget to visit PC4's website pc4tg.com.au.